Clinical Issues by Emily Jones Assisting the Anesthesia Professionals with Cricoid Pressure Question. I am a new perioperative RN circulator, and the anesthesia professional asked me to apply cricoid pressure during intubation. Can I perform this maneuver? Answer. Perioperative RN should demonstrate competency in the skill of applying cricoid pressure before performing the maneuver during patient care. Each healthcare organization should convene an interdisciplinary team, including nurse leaders and anesthesia professionals, to develop policies and procedures addressing the performance of cricoid pressure when assisting the anesthesia professionals during intubation. The applicable policies and procedures should include who may perform this maneuver, the elements required for competency, and how competency will be validated. Cricoid pressure, also known as the Selleck maneuver, is intended to help prevent pulmonary aspiration of the contents of the stomach by occluding the esophagus. This maneuver can be critical during intubation, particularly during rapid sequence induction and intubation when the patient may be at a higher risk of aspiration. However, using improper technique when applying cricoid pressure, that is, incorrect amount of pressure, wrong location, can lead to patient injury, including ruptured esophagus and laryngeal damage, as well as poor visualization during laryngoscopy. The team members involved in induction and intubation should be aware of the potential for harm caused by the incorrect amount or placement of pressure during cricoid pressure, particularly in the patient with an existing airway injury. Furthermore, cricoid pressure application may produce lateral esophageal displacement, leading to unreliable results. Though some experts consider cricoid pressure as routine during intubation, the efficacy of the practice remains contested. Dr. Brian A. Selleck first described cricoid pressure in 1961 for use during induction to prevent overinflation of the stomach and regurgitation until intubation was complete. The term cricoid originates from the Greek word krikos, meaning ring-shaped. The cricoid cartilage is the only complete ring of cartilage in the trachea. It is signet-shaped, with a broader portion located on the posterior side of the trachea. During application of cricoid pressure, this ring of cartilage presses against the esophagus toward the cervical vertebrae, creating the desired effect of esophageal occlusion. The maneuver involves placing external manual pressure on the anterior neck over the cricoid cartilage with a force ranging from 10 newtons, 1.02 kilograms of force, if the patient is awake, to 30 newtons, 3.06 kilograms of force if the patient is unconscious. The amount of force required also may vary depending on the patient's unique conditions and in special populations, for example, pediatric patients. Of note, cricoid pressure differs from burp, backward, upward, rightward pressure, another technique used during laryngoscopy in which the thyroid cartilage is manipulated to improve visualization during difficult intubation. Simulated cricoid skill trainers, mannequins, or digital scales can be effective tools for cricoid pressure training. A systematic review evaluating the effectiveness of cricoid pressure training methods found consistent deficits in participants' knowledge and abilities and concluded that simulation methods were effective in improving knowledge of cricoid anatomy 
and the ability to apply the correct amount of pressure required. Further, the authors acknowledge the valuable role that perioperative RNs play in preventing aspiration when assisting with intubation. Perioperative RNs can assist with a basic airway assessment in the preoperative phase to identify and prepare for potential airway difficulties, including anticipating the need for cricoid pressure. Though the anesthesia professional retains responsibility for overall airway management, the perioperative RN should collaborate with the anesthesia professional before surgery to review any pertinent airway findings, discuss the plan of care for induction, and ensure the availability of equipment and supplies. The individual applying cricoid pressure during intubation should maintain focus on the task and wait for confirmation from the anesthesia professional that the airway is secure and the endotracheal tube is in the correct location before releasing pressure. Anesthesia induction is a critical phase of perioperative patient care during which distraction should be limited. Surgical teams should employ strategies to reduce interruptions and enhance communication. The guideline for team communication outlines methods to reduce interruptions, including prioritizing conversations and controlling noise levels of music and equipment. Using standard communication tools during critical phases of care, such as induction, ensures a complete and accurate exchange of information.